We are live. We are live. Episode 142 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios. There it goes right there. And tonight um, we're talking once again about gun control measures that are on that are upon us. And we have special guests tonight. We've got Mr. Guns and Gear. There he goes. The awesomeness is in the building. Indeed. There he goes, Mr. Guns and Gear. And we have Patrick from the Firearm Rack. Uh, you probably will see his face at some point here. But yes. he's doing something he doesn't want us to know about right now. <laughs> it doesn't involve pants. Uh, yeah, exactly. You don't want to see whatever it is he's doing right now. So and we're going to talk about this and some other things that you guys want to. Um, please let us know what's on your mind, what specific things you want to talk about. Uh, I wanted to give Mr. Guns and Gear a chance to chime in here. If you follow him, which you should be doing on his social media, he's been talking about this. But <laughs> he was very nice to come on and uh, share this with us. It looks like we've also got Military Arms Channel coming in as well. So um, I just want to ask everyone that's watching, please thumbs up, share this video, let folks know that you're doing this. Uh, share it on social media and, uh, you know, let us know what comments or questions you have. And we'll get to you. Uh, Mike, you know, you weren't here yesterday, but you said you were watching. Yep. You, I, I'm sure you were, you just wanted to get some points across to us. So let's start there, man. Yeah. So the, the big one, the overarching theme, I think, um, that, that needs to be it's, it's been said, but it needs to be reinforced right now is uh, just from watching the different posts, because I've been for those that don't follow me, I've been posting about you know, the magazine uh, thing with X products, uh, Trump and his bump stock thing, and which I'm sure we're going to get into in detail. But the thing of it is, um, you know, I'm a pro Second Amendment guy. My viewers in theory should be pro Second Amendment. But what, what I find when I make posts about this stuff is that uh, a lot of people aren't fully committed, if you will. And the problem with that is uh, the people who are in opposition to us are fully committed, right? So the people who stand against the Second Amendment are fully committed to taking every one of your guns away. And people out there may have just laughed when I said that. But the reality is it's absolutely true. If they could do it, they would do it. They know they can't do it all at once, so they're going to do it incrementally. There's plenty of them on video. Senator Feinstein has said this, um, and many, many others have said the same. And if you look right now, if you don't believe me, go to Massachusetts and try to find a Massachusetts legal AR-15. There isn't one. It doesn't exist. So while, you know, on social media, people mock, um, you know, California legal ARs. Well, Massachusetts doesn't even have a legal AR. It doesn't exist. So that's just one step in the incremental process to removing all of their guns. And that's what they want to do. And the problem is on our side, a lot of us are like, oh, who needs a bump stock? They're not going to take your guns. No, they would and they will if they can. And it's not hyperbole. It's not, you know, talking out of my butt it's they've said it themselves if you do the research you can see it and it's absolutely there so, so my point is as long as we stay fractured uh we'll be much easier to defeat so i don't care about i literally i don't own a bump stock i've shot one once in my entire life ever it's not about bump stock it's not it's about yeah. the second amendment and individual liberty yeah how can you and i think what makes a lot of people apathetic we've been talking about this since trump got elected is the fact that he got elected and they think, well, nothing's going to happen here. How can you keep believing that if you watched what he said yesterday? Right. Well, think about it. What? Let's hypothetically say this goes through, or at least he pushes for it goes through. How, how absurd is it that the first piece of gun legislation under his administration would be an increased 
in restrictions or infringement, depending on how you define it. So everybody thought, oh, we got Trump. We're going to get HPA passed, which I kind of never really thought that was going to happen. But that's a separate issue. But my point is, we're not even going in that direction. We're going in the other direction right now. Yeah. So, and isn't it isn't it ironic? And I, we've got Military Arms Channel here. Mac, you can chime in on this as well. Um, I think I think Patrick's doing something right now. But isn't it ironic that we keep getting gun control on the Republicans? No, it's not ironic at all. If you take a look at history, Ronald Reagan gave us the 1986 machine gun ban with the assistance of the NRA. And in 1989, President Bush import ban. Uh, Republicans have done more to our gun rights uh, in terms of taking them away or destroying them than even the Democrats have. And it's not for a lack of trying on the Democrats' part. Uh, they just had less success. The one big piece of legislation they got through that they are so proud of was the 1994 assault weapons ban, but it expired in 10 years. Uh, right. And it's it sunset. So, but we still live under the Bush 89 ban and we still live under the Reagan uh, 86 ban. And uh, you can thank the NRA for that. Yeah. Um, and, I'm and, sorry. And, and Mike, you're, uh, um, you're, your microphone is a little bit low if you can speak up. Sure. I know Mac is driving. You're also coming in a little low, Mac. I don't know if you could, right. uh, if there's yeah, anything you could do about that. I'm getting some people saying that they can't hear. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, um, the point sex. I want to. The yeah. point I wanted to make there, just to add on to what Tim said, is that I did a video the other day, but President Bush Sr. was the first one to declare schools gun-free zones. He made a national, he signed a national bill declaring that in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It is. You know, and it's, uh, I was talking, I was actually talking to Reed, uh, which you guys know, Reed Henricks, yep. Valor Ridge, and he was telling me, he was like, this is... This is, you know, gotten to the point that it's predictable that these guys are the ones trying to take. Obviously, Demo, you know, Democrats, liberals are trying to do it. But the ones who give in are these guys. And it happens when we're when we're being complacent because we don't think what you said. We don't think someone's coming for our guns, even as they come for them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, it's absolutely true. There's no, you know, like Tim said, the 89 ban. Nope. No, and this is what I said about HPA, is that please tell me in the last hundred years outside of the assault weapons ban, which had a sunset in it built into it, please tell me a restriction on our gun rights that's been reversed. It, it doesn't exist. So everyone's like, oh, do you think when Trump, Trump got elected, oh, do you think we're going to get Russian AKs back? I was like, no, please tell me when it's happened. It's never happened. So right. Right. We've, we've had, you know, like the Russian SVDs banned by executive order and, and, and some sort of agreement with Russia never came back. We had uh, Chinese imports stopped through executive action, never to come back. It, it, once they take them away, they're gone for good because once you once you take it away, now you have to convince Congress to go out there and say, hey, guys, we really want Chinese AKs back. And there's not a politician alive, no matter how pro-gun they are, that will, that will spend that political capital. So once they're gone, they're gone. Correct. I agree. Yeah. Every politician's afraid that that one gun's going to be used in an incident and they're going to get blamed for it or gun or silencer or full auto or whatever they where we are calling for. They're just afraid of it. And like, you, like Tim said, they're not going to put the political capital forward because it's simply not worth the, uh, the risk and reward for them. Yeah. So what's the news that you guys are getting today? I know there's a lot of stuff coming out. There's some rumors. I'm trying to separate that. I heard that um, there's a push to raise the age restrictions that exist. Um, have you guys seen anything on that? Yeah, uh, I did. I, I ran across something yesterday so, where the uh, White House was calling for 
uh, a higher age limit for AR-15 purchase. And then I believe today <laughs> a news story came out where some like random gun owner or gun shop owner is putting his business on the line by calling for uh, he wants to trade higher age limits on AR-15s so that they'll leave long guns alone. Okay, so. So they're gonna they're gonna years old uh, to to buy an AR-15, but uh, you can go out and buy a, a VZ-58, or you can go out and buy a Bren 805, or you can go out. But we're just gonna make it 21 on AR-15s. These people are freaking idiots. Um, it, it, it's it, oh wow, man. Yeah, I mean, what age can you go out and die for your country? Morons. Seventeen. Yeah, exactly. Seventeen. And 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 here's what's crazy. I and and, and it should be this way. I can go out and legally purchase a handgun and give it to my 16-year-old son. Mm-hmm. And it should be legal. Right. And, but, that, but so you don't need to be 21 to go into a gun store to buy a gun, and it's perfectly legal to gift family members firearms. And it should be perfectly legal. All this is a bunch of political jockeying. What they're looking for is a bunch of little tiny low-hanging fruit that they can ban and say, see, look, we did something. But the point is, is it's a death by a thousand paper cuts. They're going to keep doing this. Every time somebody shoots somebody, they're going to go out and try to just take a little bit more to try to appease the anti-gunners. The anti-gunners never give us our rights back. But the NRA keeps giving our rights away little by little. 100 years from now, we don't have a Second Amendment anymore because we thought we could keep the wolves at bay by constantly giving them pieces at a time. And it's, 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 it's it's a stupid strategy. It isn't a strategy. Appeasement has never worked. And it, it's, it's just moronic. And, and sadly, the vast majority of gun owners are freaking idiots. They think it's about bump stocks still. And, and they don't even read the, the, the wording that Trump released. And yeah. the wording says clearly that they want to ban anything that makes a semi-automatic machine gun. Well, what's a machine gun behave like? Well, it fires at a certain rate. So now the ATF gets to say, if you fire your gun more than one round per second, guys, you're in illegal possession of a machine gun. What we're seeing with the NRA's approval, look for one single link where the NRA has opposed what Trump has said. They haven't because they they helped him write the damn press release. Right. There is yeah. th- this. This is not being opposed by the NRA. They went out and said, oh, we're going to oppose every na- any legislation to ban a bump stock. Really, NRA, why aren't you calling out Trump, your poster boy? And I'll guarantee you, mark my words, when Trump goes up for re-election, he'll have the full endorsement of the NRA. And you will not see the NRA condemn him for what he's doing right now. They're helping him do it because they're cowards. Oh. It's not It's not that they're anti-gun. They're cowards. They're afraid of a fight. And they think that's their, the long-term strategy of just constantly giving away our rights to appease the anti-gunners every time something happens. Meanwhile, the reality of the situation is, is more people die by hands and fists than die by rifles in this country. And yet you don't see Nancy Pelosi, Chucky e. Schumer, and Dianne Feinstein calling for regulations on martial artists or MMA fighters. But when a rifle is used, which is less than, I, I think there's like 300 uh, rifle rifles being used in 300 crimes nationally a year. It, it's, it's statistically a zero, but the media on the 24-hour news cycle runs it endlessly. We're all dying by these evil AR-15s when in reality, you're more likely to be shot by a police officer. And I'm not saying that because I'm anti-police. It's a simple fact that's on the GOA's website. Mm-hmm. Um, regular average American gun owners that use firearms and self-defense 
have a 2% screw-up rate where they accidentally shoot the wrong person. Police have an 11% screw-up rate. These yeah. are the same people calling. And who's gonna who's gonna make restrictions on them? Guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't want cops having guns with their hands up, but now they just want the cops to have the guns, and they don't want to have they don't want us having guns. I mean, yeah, they can't make up their minds. Right. Absolutely, Mike. I know you want to jump in here, so go ahead, man. Well, uh, that was just an interesting point on that too that Tim just said. But it's it's funny when you look at uh, again the people that oppose us. They're the same people that are out there that are going to say Trump's a fascist, and then they. They say, "Oh, we want Trump to 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 ban guns." Like, yeah, let, let Trump. Kind of, and, that's kind of a fascist and, move, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. Trump have his guns, and, and let 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 his you know let his government forces and everybody have their guns, but you know we shouldn't have them. I mean, it's yeah. it's like really. Does, yeah. Does anybody if if he's a neo-Nazi, what did what did the Nazis do? <laughs> right. And there are still and, people walking this planet with tattoos on their bodies from the Nazis. And they were unable to defend themselves. And yet you have people today that have forgotten that history when there's people still alive that bear the marks of brown shirts and Nazis, the exact same type of people that are in Congress right now and in the White House. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Go ahead, Mike. I know you wanted to add something to that. Sure. So just with the history, the timeline of the NRA, of the NRA not being opposed to this, it's not just that the NRA is not opposed to this. The NRA is the ones that initially came out for this. If you, if you guys remember after Vegas, the NRA was all about banning some bump stocks, right? And then like, of course, all of us who are on this chat came out and publicly roasted them. And then about 24 or 48 hours later, they were like, oh, just kidding. We really didn't mean that. <laughs> but they did. That's well, what they meant. It's still on their website. And here's it what, is. what's even, what's I know. even funnier is that they're playing word games. They go, we're opposed to all legislation that would ban bump stocks. But meanwhile, they're pushing for regulation to ban all rate-increasing devices. And what the people don't get, and, they, and we can't get it through their thick skulls, is it's not about the stocks, stupid. They're uh, they don't even talk about stocks. They talk mm -hmm. about rate-increasing devices. That means a 30-round magazine under an Oprah Winfrey administration could be considered a rate-increasing device. And without an act of Congress and the stroke of, a, of, of an executive's pen... 30-round magazines are now banned because they're a rate-increasing device. That muzzle brake that keeps your rifle shooting flat so you can shoot more quickly and accurately is now a rate-increasing device. That Geisley three-gun trigger that allows you to shoot more accurately and quickly in competition is now a rate-increasing device. And these bonehead gun owners are saying, well, who wants a bump stock anyway? It's because the anti-gunners aren't stupid. There are many things, and stupid isn't one of them. Yeah, that's, that's why the headlines only say bump stocks. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just about bump stock, guys. We're just trying to have reasonable gun control. When in reality, they're trying to ban semi-automatics, and the most the majority of gun owners are just going, "Okay, the NRA's got our backs. We're just going to go ahead and let this happen because it's just about the bump stocks." And then when they realize that they, they just became a felon because they put a three-gun trigger in their rifle, they're going to go, "Well, nobody told us this is going to happen. How did this happen?" It's it's just it's mind-numbing stupidity. And, and 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 we can't wake people up. And yeah. and just just on that point, I don't know how old Patrick is, but I know how old Tim is, and I know how old Hank is. And we're all old enough that I mean, when I was a kid, you could go into like we had like where I grew up anyway. On the outside of the city, there was like this fish and tackle store, 
and they sold guns. And you could you could buy a fully automatic at the time. I think it was a SPO SP ones that were on the wall there. But you could go in and buy it like, and they had the stamp there, the tax stamp form you could fill out in the store, and it would take like two weeks back then. And it was yeah. the same price. Yeah. It was the same. It was the same price as the regular non-full auto one that you could walk out with that day. My point is, I'm not that old. None of us talking are that old. And back then, that was reasonable gun control, right? So when they're like, oh, who needs a machine gun? Like, everyone that needed one back then. Why do we have to need it? What if I want it? And We had them all the way up until 1986, and they counted for zero crime. Correct. Exactly. Zero. So the point is, the guns or how they function are not the problem. And they're just, I mean, there's no other way to say it besides that. To your point, to your point, Mike, and why did machine guns get taken away? It's because so few Americans actually owned them. So everybody was willing to give them up to make the anti-gunners say, okay, we'll leave you alone today until the next idiot does something stupid with a gun. And then they want to come back and they come for something else, but they keep giving away, they being the NRA and our own gun owners, they keep giving away those of us in the minority that owned machine guns, they're like, ah, you know what? Nobody wants to fall on their sword for a machine gun. Nobody wants to fall on their sword for a bump stock. Nobody wants to fall on their sword for a 30-round magazine until they come for their precious bud deer rifle. And then all of a sudden, it's an issue. They are part of the problem. And this is how you get a tyrannical government. This is how you it, – it's, it's, it's sickening. I mean, the fact I mean, that, that, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, when I, when I read my viewers' comments – it's like they don't remember or, or they have no clue that it was, what, 30 years ago or, or thereabouts yeah, where you, you could go buy a machine gun like at your hardware store. Like that's not again, that's not like crazy talk. That's, that's reality. That's what it was. And and people think that's just so insane now. And that's exactly the incremental slope that they want to push all of us down yeah. where right. 30 years from now they want to be like, oh, you think you should have a 30 round magazine? Are you insane? Yeah. Well, like, and, and here's here's the question. Like, so, you know, speaking to some people that um, that dealt with school shootings and things like that. Right. If, if this is what this is spawned by. Right. Without a doubt. That's that's the impetus here. And what happened in Vegas? And they're saying, yeah, when something like this happens, someone dies every 11 seconds. So wh- what are you going to do if you start setting a rate? Are you going to set a rate of fire on that gun at some multiple of every 11 seconds? In order, you know, it doesn't make sense. If you say it's every second, you you can still, you know, um, you can still pull that trigger a lot of times, right? In the amount of time that this guy had, so people don't realize like it's not that you even a bolt action can do an incredible amount of damage, and you have to actually, you know, work that bolt. So what makes you think <laughs> that this is not leading to to someone Dude. saying you don't need this thing at all? that's what that's what they're getting at so even even or diane feinstein said after vegas in two separate interviews she was asked if you could pass your dream gun control law that would have prevented the act in vegas what law would have would, would pass that, that would have stopped this and twice in two separate interviews she said there was no law that we could pass and it's the absolute truth right the only thing they want is a complete and total ban on firearms but right. even then look at australia they still have guns being used in crime. Why? Because I can go to my local hardware store and make a gun with hand tools. Yep. It's not like it's, it, I mean, it, it's such simple technology. And it, but again, it's not about the stock. It, it's not about the AR-15. It's about banning guns entirely. 
and they want to do it piece by piece. And we yeah. keep giving them those pieces. And we're our own worst enemy. When I go through and I read the comments in my own, just like Mike was saying, when I read the comments, it's mind-numbing to me. It's the exact same argument being used about repealing the NFA that was used by the anti-gunners to say why we shouldn't have concealed carry in all 50 states. Oh, we yep. can't let everybody have a gun. They'll be running gun battles and people yeah. will shoot each other at stoplights. And now right. all 50 states have concealed yeah. carry. And guess what? Crime is at an all-time low. But yeah. If you listen yeah. to the 24-hour the, the news cycle, you would think that we're all under perpetual attack. You're more likely to be killed by a drunk driver. You're more likely to be beaten to death in a bar fight than you are to be killed by an AR-15. Yeah. But you watch the news, and we're all in jeopardy of being killed by this ominous AR-15. Yeah. So let me ask this question, and I see uh, Patrick's up now, so I don't know if he's he's ready here. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I've been I've been here, uh, and I just haven't had anything to chime in about yet. Yeah. So, you know, let's start with why is this happening? And do we even know that these are real people making these comments and our things? I know there's stuff going on with Twitter. Twitter purged a whole bunch of accounts. And um, I see this conservative saying right now that Twitter is going after, after them purging these accounts. I think they've also closed some legitimate, legitimate accounts of conservative uh, commentators out there. How do we know with all the money going into this? Um, I think you've got some celebrities that have given up a couple of million dollars in the last couple of days to do things. George How do Clooney, Spielberg, they, they, yeah. collectively, they, they've, uh, they were doing $500 million uh, yeah. each. So, I mean, they're, 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 these, these freaking socialists, man, are committed to subjugating the masses. Yeah. So and how do we... Tower socialists have armed guards. Right, exactly. So how do we know? I'm going to start with Patrick and then I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Guns and Gear and come back to Mac. How do we know, Patrick, that this is not what's happening to us when we get this? Or it, do you think this is really gun folks out there that believe this? I believe that. I'm sorry, I missed the question. Yeah. Do you really think that, that you know, because we're all getting these comments about people saying, come on, guys, take it easy. They're not really coming for your guns. They're just coming from the bump stocks. No. How okay, do we know yeah, these yeah, are I'm real people? Down. Yeah. How do we know we're not getting trolled? How there's not? How do we know there's not plants involved here? So I, I don't have any data to back it up. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any data to back it up, but I, I really do feel like that there is going to be a smaller majority of people that uh, claim to be gun owners saying that it's not that bad, guys. It's just bump stocks. But realistically, I think that largely gun owners are really ill-informed. And you see that every time you walk into your local gun store, you get some dude that's talking about uh, some nonsense like defensive caliber, start with four. Uh, it's just bump stocks. Like, by and large, gun folks, passionate gun folks, refuse to educate themselves beyond their own circle of friends. Okay. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, uh, guns and gear, what do you think about that? I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me, Mike? Oh, okay. He's not hearing me. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Either, yeah. either yeah. Mike's being really still or... Uh, oh, yeah, he might have frozen. Okay, so, yeah, Mac, I mean, so do you think this is what it is? Is We're not really getting trolled. This is really... If this is the start of the problem that gun guys don't get it, what do we do? Well, I think we have, we have twofold. Sure, we have the trolls. So I think... Okay, now, okay, Mac. understand what's at stake. Yeah. Say that again. Say that again. We lost you for a sec. Okay. Yeah, I'm on a cell connection driving through Kentucky, I think. I don't know. Where yeah. Where the, I was um, going to say, people want to know where the hell you're going. You look like you're rolling up on someone. 
<laughs> so I, I think a small minority of, of, of those folks that are posting are, are trolls. They're anti-gun trolls. I think we're, we're truly fighting our own, against our own community that's grossly misinformed. And, and the sad part is, is they, they, they stay blissfully ignorant. They don't seek out the truth. They don't want to know the truth. It's, it's totally irrelevant to them. Uh, and they buy the narrative that the, that, that the, the media drives. I mean, it's a well-known fact. Whoever controls the media controls the minds of the masses. And the media is out there driving a false narrative that it's just about the bump stocks. Don't get worried, everybody. Trust us with your rights. It's just a bump stock. That's all we're after. Yeah. Um, it's, right. it, I, I don't think it's in our own community. And they really uh, they, they really are that. Yeah. Okay, I think we, we lost Mac there for a second. Are you on, Mike? I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, muted, Mike. I'm on, I'm on. Okay, good. Okay. Sorry, the, the audio was coming in spotty there. I switched, uh, switched yeah. headsets. But yeah, so so did you get the question there? About the bots and trolling and all that? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's absolutely possible. But if you look at um, basically what, you know, everyone wants to point the finger at Russian bots these days. And I am not a black our dark web expert at all, but I am literate and do read about it like most folks, but like uh, there's so many groups within the United States that have been doing that for 10 years. Right. So it's nothing new. So there certainly are the anti-gun trolls and bots out there. All that stuff is possible. However, um, from what I've seen, most of the, what they're doing, at least currently is sharing things. And uh, I'm not entirely sure that the comments we're reading are, are, are those folks generally speaking, or those bots and trolls but i think they're genuinely our followers like you know from what i've like on instagram you can see when i click on somebody they're they're genuinely following following me because uh, it gives me the option to follow back and you know i just it's you know you feel like when you're on here that you're preaching to the choir a lot of times and then you post stuff like this and you're like man maybe they're not the choir you know sometimes. yeah yeah it's tough to know and then someone on that note and i'm going to ask all of you guys this so I got this question. They want me to ask you guys, and, and me included, but Patrick, uh, Mike, Mac, um, you know, do a Twitter poll and see, you know, who believes that, you know, here, here, here's the question. I'm going to ask you guys this. Um, do a Twitter poll and, and find out who supports the Trump, Trump ban on rate increasing devices. You know, so someone's suggesting that we do that to do a Twitter poll and see which of our followers actually believe that. Uh, in so it. in my in my particular case, it's uh, going to be overwhelmingly a, a, uh, yeah, a no idea. result. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right now while we're all talking. So feel free to go ahead I, and jump I, in there. I I I I, I, I my audience. If somebody shows any signs of being anti-gun, I ban them. I mean, I, it's just my personality. I I don't want traitors, and I don't want um, you know people like that even following me. And and I know that it's 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 an unpopular thing, but I I do it. And um, I make I, I make no excuses for it. I, I, I do not associate with traitors. And it's uh, it's the same thing I told Carbello when his office called my gun store saying that they wanted to talk to me. I don't associate with traitors. I have no desire to talk to the congressman. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too active on Twitter, so that would not be the best place for me. However, I am yeah. on there, but I, but I don't really do too much. But um, if I had to guess, I would I would guess that probably 90 brewers uh support what we're saying here um but it's obviously when the folks that 
that don't agree with it, you know, they, they tend to speak up the loudest like anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do we do about that? I mean, you know, are we just doomed? What, what do we do here? You know, how, how do we affect some change here other than just uh, coming on and getting mad and all that kind of stuff? What can we do to actually push back against this? Because I know that what's happening because of all the apathy, there's lots of people out there just feeling like, man, you know, if people are just going to go for this, what can we do? Yeah. So I, I think continuing to spread the word is the answer. Right. So uh, the. Uh, the example I always give that's in recent history that most folks can remember is that I'm a big AK guy, right? So uh, when President Obama, through the Department of Justice and the ATF, moved to ban or prohibit the importation of 545, the 7 and 6 cartridge, which at the time was selling for, I think, like 13 cents a round. So it was super affordable. A lot of people really liked it. And uh, it's a good round overall. When they moved to ban it, it's like Tim said earlier with the uh, automatic weapons. There just wasn't a lot of people um, in terms of the masses that had adopted AK-74s, right? They just weren't out there. It was kind of a niche audience and nothing happened. Nobody spoke up. Nobody was outraged. The AR-15 community, the AR-15 community didn't come that, to our rescue, did they? No, they, they didn't. And that's where I'm going with this one. <laughs> so, 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 you know, nobody spoke up and the ban went through and basically there was like a threat on every AK form about it and that was it and then you know what year and a half later they came for 855 basically saying the exact same thing and that it had the ability to penetrate and you know whatever other kind of nonsense they were making up but at that point it's everybody was outraged because yeah exactly uh, at that point which there was like one in the country apparently but anyway they um at that point, everybody was outraged because it was America's baby. It was the AR-15, and it was 855, which at the time was the standard military round. And people were used to just buying it in bulk and in surplus. Well, everybody freaked out. Everybody stood up. Everybody wrote. Everybody signed petitions. Everybody did all that stuff. And then guess what? Magically, we still had 855. And, mm -hmm. and that's really what it's all about. If people stand up, we can stop it. You know, in what, 2013, I think, I think it was 13, we had the march on the capitals all across the country. I was in South Carolina at the time. I was down there with Such and tons of viewers and everybody else. And that sent a message to people when they saw, at least in South Carolina where I was, there was like 1,500, 2,000 of us, which is a lot of people if you think about it, to get one place all, all behind one cause. And right. uh, that was across the nation. Some places, I yep. know some states have like seven or 8,000 people at their state capitol. So we if we need to, we all had rifles. Right. Well, yeah. So that very they had, they had state troopers. They had, they had, uh, they had, they had state troopers. Right. But yeah, the but, uh, state capital wouldn't let us near because we were all armed. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, so but you can see <laughs> the difference, right? Is when is when people come out and stand up against it, things tend not to happen. But when they're apathetic about it and just let it happen, stuff. Through and that's just the history, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, Patrick, did you want to say something on this? No, 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 not on this particular subject. Okay, okay. Trying, trying to get some things done still. Yeah, it looks like you're. Yeah, it looks like you're assembling things. So yes. you know, um, what is going to happen here? Like maybe what we need to do is let is give folks a, a, a glimpse into what's going to happen when these things would you know when that news finally gets announced. Because I think I think part of what's happening is that people actually believe if they go out there now and buy stuff that they're going to be grandfathered in. You know, so what's this world going to look like when it happens? We're already at the point we've been predicting this for a long time that Trump is, you know, we were saying to people, don't believe Trump won't come out and say he's going to do this. So now we're there. That's truth. 
right? So now what's the next step, you know, to predict to people of what could happen? Well, there's no guarantee that there's going to be a grandfathering. Uh, in most of the states that have passed these what? presumably bump stock bans, they're, they're turn-ins. So uh, apparently the grandfather clause isn't important to our government anymore either. They, they just they just, they just tramp left and right. Um, and it's going to wind up having to be fought in the courts because, again, it's not an act of Congress. This is being done uh, by executive fiat, and it's being done by a alphabet agency, and it's against the law what they're trying to do. They're trying to redefine what a machine gun is and therefore ban um, a rate of fire and ban accessories. And it's going to uh, be illegal, and it's going to have to be challenged in the courts. Meanwhile, we'll probably start rounding them up. If you go back to the Atkins Accelerator, it was a uh, it was a device that allowed you to put it into a 1022, and I think they had one for an SKS. And basically, it was a spring behind the action of the gun. It was the first bump stock. And um, ATF originally said it was legal, and then after it hit the market, then they said, no, we changed our minds. Uh, that spring is a machine gun part, and they forced everybody to turn the spring in. You could keep your $500 stock, but you had to turn in your 20-cent spring, which turned your $500 stock into a useless device because without the spring, it didn't even hold the gun right in the stock. So, And that happened a long time ago. So don't expect a grandfathering. Um, they very well I... force force a turn in, but here's what I advise. Uh, peaceful noncompliance. They can't arrest us all. And we've seen that in Connecticut. We're seeing that in Massachusetts. They can't put millions of us in jail. And it, it, we simply do not comply with illegal laws. So, okay. Go I, ahead, Mike. So I, I totally agree with peaceful noncompliance. However, the problem with that is we still lose when that happens, right? So if you're in Massachusetts right now and you have a bump stock, if you're in Connecticut and you have a normal AR-15, if you're in New York and you have a normal AR-15, if you're not out there shooting it, practicing, training with it, yeah. then you're not really exercising your rights. Yes, peaceful noncompliance is good. I'm glad no one turned them in. I, I get that. That's a good thing. But to accept that, is oh, no, unacceptable. I'm not saying it's it's I, I know you're not. When, when I know you're not. Trump too. gets his way and they already gets their way. Uh, screw them. Right. And no, I, 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 know, I, I get it. it. Yeah. I, I get it. I just, fight it in the courts. But what I'm saying, I'm just trying to get through people's heads is like, you just don't want to think like that. I, 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 I get that that's the, if that happens, that's the right answer is to not turn it in and not comply. But I mean, just how if, absurd if, is if, that? If that ATF, as Americans, we pride ourselves in being the land of the free and free people. And yet here we are hiding our AR-15s in our closet. Like, screw that. Here's what's yeah. going to happen. If ATF, if ATF comes out and says that you can't fire more than one round per second, I'm going to post an Instagram video of me bumping my AK from my shoulder again. And I'm going to see if they come arrest me. Uh, I've talked to my friends at GOA. And if they arrest me, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. And GOA uh, has said that their their legal team will help me in the defense. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let this happen. I'm not gonna go for this. Yeah, you're gonna have that bail money before they even get you down there to book you. I promise you that, man. <laughs> that bail money will be waiting there before they before they even book you on that one. I I, I jokingly did a bump stock. Whoops! Drop my phone. I, uh, I jokingly did a bump, bumping video of me bumping an AK from the uh, from my shoulder because a bunch of idiots said, "Oh, well, let's see you do it from your shoulder." And I'm like, okay, I did it from my shoulder. Uh, and, and then I jokingly said, guys, I got a phone call from the NRA and ATF, and now I have to serialize my finger as a rate-increasing device. I took a Sharpie and wrote 001 on it as the first official uh, registered trigger finger because I, my finger can fire. Uh, Jerry Mitchellick, uh, as soon as this gets uh, enacted, he's going to have to go straight to prison. So, um, 
I mean, there's just not much we can do about that. Uh, Jerry, we'll, we'll try to bail you out, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. You were trying to say something there. Sure. I, I was just going to make the point that you're, you're absolutely right. If Tim did that, he better have the bond money ready. And I made a video about this the other day, too, which is just the absurdity of that guy in New York cut his AR-15 barrel and made it an SBR on camera. That was shared on NBC, ABC, like nightly news. The guy made an SBR on camera illegally with no Form 1 and – the dude's still free. Not only that, but he lives in New York. That Colt SP1 that he cut was illegal in New York to even own. So there he is in video committing a felony by owning that on the state level. Then on the federal level, commits multiple felonies while he produces a, a functioning SBR, yeah. which it still was, run the, run the uh, charging and all that thing would run. Yeah. And, and why is he happened. getting away with that? Why is he getting away because with he's that? Because he's a leftist. He's towing the line. Yeah, he's towing the line. Right. Yeah. And, it's, you remember, if, remember the and if I he was doing that, passed, to, remember, remember the Safe Act passed, and that 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 uh, uh, commentator in New York showed a AR-15 30-round magazine, and it was illegal for him to be in possession of. Did he right. get arrested for that? No. 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 And and meanwhile, might I add, there's an Army veteran right now. I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he's a staff sergeant that was stationed at Fort Drum and had like three or four AR-15 mags in his, his car. And he's a felon now. He's been convicted because of it. And he's trying to raise money online. If Hank or somebody can find a link. Yeah. Um, to, okay. To someone it. someone yeah. find that link so we could post it, yeah. please. Let me know. Um, um, what, what were the what, staff sergeant? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it magazines, right? Yeah, was this in New York, you're saying, Mike? Yeah, it was in New York. He got convicted, I think, earlier this year, and now he's trying to raise money to appeal it because he's right now, as it stands, he's a convicted felon. And it's just because he had magazines. It's, I mean, it's insanity. Yeah, this is, wow. So, okay, I don't, I'm not trying to switch away from this, but I want to make sure we cover uh, a couple of different things going on here. So there's several there's several things going on. Um you know, and I posted about it. I know you guys are posting about it. So let's talk about it. What's going on with X products? What's going on uh, with Midway? What, what's going on there? <laughs> who, wants, who wants to take this? I, you know what? I'm going to dive in on the X products because I have been uh, knee deep in that today. Uh, we ran something over on Recoil earlier today. Um, we got a, a, a comment from uh, the offending Mr. Malarkey. Uh, so he kind of reinforced his statements. Uh, he didn't really uh, apologize for anything other than calling gun ownership a privilege rather than a right. Um, so if you guys aren't aware, uh, you out there in viewer land, if you guys aren't aware, uh, James Malarkey is the CEO of X Products, uh, and he released and, and this. Owner, and owner. Oh, is the owner? He okay. Can't be fired. Uh, He's the owner. Uh, my understanding is that there are partners in that uh, they had to speak with the partners before they could give me the statement. That's what uh, I was yeah, operating I under. That, but he, he is an equity owner of the company. Okay. He, he has uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is my understanding. Uh, so he posted a really long uh, couple of posts on his personal Facebook detailing some uh, steps that he wants to take uh, in turn, or that he was proposing a licensing system uh, it was something like a five-part licensing system that led all the way uh, from uh, basic hunting firearms into NFA stuff. And um, I mean, explain to people out there what the hell X Products makes. 
X Products does uh, the Can Cannon, which coincidentally had to get approved by the ATF after being like yelled at about there was, it. So the there ATF, was an illegal version of it, and they had to do a version two. Yes, there was. Yeah. Yes, there was an illegal <laughs> so crazy. version of X Can Cannon. They also do 50 round magazines, so 50 round drums for things like M1A, uh, PTR 91s, uh, G3. Uh, AR-15, AR-10s, uh, so they do that as well. And that's really uh, they, they also do uh, flamethrowers, which, I, if I recall correctly, they also had a. That's, that's an ion those. products. That, that's an ion products. Uh, I just found this out from them. The ion guys are trying to back away from it. Uh, they okay. were, it's just a rebranded ion products uh, flamethrower, and and they have they they do not support what uh, according to what they said on social media, they don't support what Malarkey said. Okay, good. So there's good. A, there's a deal there with the two of them for that, right? They're just they're just retailing it basically. Okay. And okay. We make sure that you know I mean, I'm angry yeah. at all the all the all the bad guys, all the bad actors, but we also got to be careful not to right you know, fingers. At, yeah, at, they're separating. The yeah, they're separating out from that. And and before you go ahead, Patrick, on that um, on that same subject, I know people are asking about what's going on with Optics Planet, which I know you addressed earlier, because people are they're they're kind of getting uh, lumped into this as well. Do you want to reiterate what you know about Optics Planet and what's going on there? Can Mike, Mike, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can. So actually I talked to Tim about this uh, the other day, but from my understanding of it, um, basically the magazine round restriction that they have is due to the fact that they cannot possess them in the county where they are. And actually probably Tim would be better to talk about this because I believe yeah. he used to live there. So, so, yeah. yeah. Go. Okay. I, I, used to live in, I used to live in Cook County. So Cook County has a long standing assault weapons ban. And they, they are located there. They've been fighting with uh, the, the local county about the retail sale of, you know, 30-round PMAGs. They have never sold them. It's nothing new. It's not okay. in response. Because there's a lot of people who believe that they've been selling them all this time, but, you know, that's no, not that's the truth. Because people, that's because there's a bunch of misinformation out there. Um, and, and, and I talked to them about it, and they made a, a statement. Uh, and I said, guys, just stop selling the 10-round magazines. Just don't sell magazines because right now they can't – they risk uh, being raided by the county uh, for retailing them. So they've never sold them. It's not like you just took them off the market in a major reaction to something that happened in Florida or Vegas. It's a complete right. lie. Um, and then they're being unjustly targeted. And, and again, that's another example of how uh, we have to be very careful when we uh, call these companies out because – uh, you, there, there can be collateral damage and you can hurt innocent parties. And in this case, uh, Optics Planet is, is not a bad guy. They're, they're still selling bump stocks and echo triggers for, for, for the love of God. Yeah. Okay? Right. So, um, right. And they're, 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 there's retailers out there that stopped that. Uh, my local gun shop in my town stopped. They pulled all their bump stocks off the day after Vegas. And we still sell them in copper. We just got a shipment of 50 echo triggers. And I'm going to give two of them away just as a big... Uh, you know, to President Trump and the NRA when I get back. Right. So um, let yeah. us know about that. So, I, we, so I just, I, yeah, I just wanted yeah, to make sure we hit the optics planet thing because, you know, if, if it was, if they would do this kind of attention, I would definitely uh, shine a huge light on them, but they're not. Oh, uh, so we all look, we all looked into this. We all question people. We know people there, you know, 
that's not a thing. So uh, Patrick, go ahead with what you were saying about yeah, the products. I'm, I'm going to mirror what you guys uh, were saying. I don't, I don't think Optics Planet is at fault here. I think they kind of got, this is something that has happened previously with the particular uh, newest organization that reported this initially, uh, or really was the driving force behind the uh, outrage against Optics Planet. Uh, they, they make knee-jerk reactions. They don't report the entire story all the time. Um, and it, it's, it's got to stop. Uh, because right now, like we are seeing with the X product situation, our people within this industry, we are our own worst enemy right now. And we've got to stop being dumb. Like it's, it's got to stop. Uh, but anyhow, back to uh, X products. So uh, Mr. Malarkey outlined this uh, long drawn out proposal for a licensing system with several steps along the way. Uh, going from hunting firearms all the way down to uh, newly manufactured NFA items. And if he in his head believes that this outlined system that he's put out is going to actually appease anti-gunners, it's, it's, he's lying to himself. Right, like, right. It's just not going to work. And then, and then uh, his, his wife raises money for every right. town. Yeah, that was another yes. thing. That was another yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm getting there. I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. All right. Um, so, uh, so now in that uh, like drawn out post on his personal Facebook page, I want to I want to reiterate this is not an X products um, you know statement. This wasn't a plan put out by them. This was by Malarkey himself. So uh, I know that their employees have very different views about this than Malarkey does. Um, he calls gun ownership a privilege and, uh, you know, he goes on to say that if we don't start playing ball in so many words, and I'm going to para paraphrase here, but he goes on to say if we don't start playing ball with some of the anti-gunners and work together to come to a solution, that they're going to just outright ban stuff. And that's just not how this works. Like how it works is these, the left is going to chisel away at us until we're like, well, yeah, we'll give you a little bit. And then, like, they get what they want. But if we yeah. just stand up and say, no, man, like this ain't happening anymore. I feel like it's going to be dead in the water, yeah. um, you know, partisan politics and all that good shit. Uh, so is he trying so, to pull back from this right now or what's going on? Because I mean, no, man, like the, okay. so I, no, I reached out to him. Down. I, yeah, I reached out. Well, now this isn't the first time he's you know acted a yes. fool. Um, in 2016, you're absolutely right. Yes, 2016, he told CNN that he was he suggested a licensing arrangement. Um, and I'm going to pull my story up on recoil, so I'm not misspoke, uh, misspeaking here. Even though I wrote it, uh, like, it, it's been more than 20 minutes. So <laughs> 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 yeah. I've got a very, very, very short attention span. Um, so down at the bottom of the post, and I'm going to quote him directly. Uh, in 2016, he told uh, CNN Money, that instead of outright banning it, allowing uh, people to have some kind of licensing, uh, I think would weed out a lot of crime. That's in 2016. Now, he backpedaled then and said that he misspoke and yada, yada, yada. Um, now he's coming out with this long, drawn-out thing where, again, same thing. Like, let's have a licensing system for uh, magazines and firearms and just overall gun ownership. And uh, in his statement to me, I like I directly asked him about these things. He kept referring back to his original statement, which everybody saw uh, on social media. But uh, the pieces that we did get um, was that uh, he wrote this post to parallel today's laws, which I don't understand how this is any different than 2016. I don't understand how it, like in a business owner's mind who makes his living off of products that he's 
suggesting regulation on, like, how, how do you justify this? Because like the entire statement that I got, got the, I had the distinct feel at the end of it that like he was justifying his, his uh, yeah. thought process and his words. So he, go he ahead. even yeah. really, really, really screwed up morals. Here's a guy that's anti-gun clearly. I mean, he's pretending it's like the guy that starts his argument. I have black friends, but, and then go, I've heard that you know, a time I, or two. I'm a gun owner, and I think, and I, I think everybody should have a gun, but I think you should pay a $200 tax, submit yourself to a year long process of approval. I think you should have, you know, I mean, the guy's clearly anti-gun. So talk about really screwed up morals. He's selling products that he doesn't even want us to have. So he can take money, some of that money and gives it to anti-gun groups. I mean, yeah. what the hell is going on? Yeah, I mean, I, mean that's, I, I don't know. I don't know what Kool-Aid these guys are drinking. I really don't. Uh, I want no part of it whatsoever because, I, I mean, I stayed quiet on uh, gun rights issues for a long time because of my previous employer. They don't get involved in the politics thing. And then I kind of fell into that. Well, you know what? You guys can talk about it. I'm just going to go ahead and do my thing. And it's getting to the point now where I'm getting so angry that, like, I'm, I'm just going to throw caution to the wind. I'm jumping in both feet first. Um you but have to. I do want to. You can't, go, be, you can't yeah. be a gun owner and be neutral. You simply can't be. It's irresponsible. Yeah. Especially I agree. If you have a voice. I agree. Yeah, that's the same thing as going. Yeah, just uh, license this stuff. Make more regulations. Right. right. Yeah. So I do want to go ahead and quote James in his uh, statement that he emailed me earlier today. Um, he says these points were meant to be argued and contested with an end goal to find a positive solution that protects our rights and the safety of U.S. citizens. Like. It, Every one of the points is trampling on our rights as U.S. citizens. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know where yeah. he's going with this. Yeah. Um, the goal, of it, and again, a quote, the goal of my post was to elicit thought and provoke discussions. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't even be having a conversation about it. Yeah, no, it, it was yeah. 100% so back. Here's the thing that drives me crazy, and I want to I let Mike come in for a second. The <laughs> thing that drives me crazy is what he said about his wife, that he has he should bear no responsibility for his wife helping every town to raise money. It's bad enough you've got, you know, you've got these celebrities doing that. Gun yeah. money, his money is going to, to every town and he's telling us he knows, he doesn't know shit about that. And I'm telling you, Lola's right here, dude. We will be getting divorced, Lola, in case you don't know. <laughs> I think you know, right? What the hell, that's the thing that made me the most mad, but go ahead. I think Mike, you want to say something here. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, just going to say, you know, if he wants discussion, we can just start a discussion about how the D60 is the best drum bag out there. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, in all seriousness, obviously, like like everybody said, it's absurd. It, it truly is that you would make a that would be like me, like making videos about guns and then coming out and being like, oh, well, I'm special. I can have suppressors. I can have, you know, 30 round magazines because I'm special and I have a camera in a field. But like you, no, no, no. You need special license. I mean, it's just so, so hypocritical and smug. <laughs> it's like Diane Feinstein, perfect example, who admittedly carries a J frame daily, but doesn't <laughs> want, but doesn't want. She does. She said, "No, no, I, no, no yeah. I know." And, yes. and she said, "Her justification is, is right. because she's different. She's special." Yeah. Exactly. Or it's like when right. Obama was called Obama was calling it, but, but for, is, for she, gun but control. But she votes against concealed carry. Right. Obama was calling for gun control while he was president. He still is right now. His children went. To, he didn't put them in public schools. He put them in a private school and they were heavily armed. 
uh, the the guards, the, the people guarding them were heavily armed. Yes, exactly. You know, how can you say that and then and then blame this on us that people are not protecting children in schools? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we can secure our airports. We can secure everything, banks, airports, whatever. And we can't secure our schools. There's a simple reason why these, these things happen in our, in our schools. It's because they're gun free zones. What you need to do is put armed guards and allow teachers to carry weapons. It's that simple. These these cowards that, that carry out these acts look for soft targets. A soft target is a place like a movie theater that has a big sign outside that says no guns. A soft target is a school that has a big federal law sign outside that says no guns. You don't, it, it, it's just asinine. I remember when after 9-11 happened, people were opposed to pilots having handguns because they didn't, they couldn't be trusted with them. They, they can fly the damn plane into the water if they want to. Yeah. But they're scared to give them a gun. Yeah. It's this emotional logic that is irrational. People just have it in their minds that guns are inherently dangerous or that they have a will of their own. And it's the stupidity that drives this stuff. We could easily secure our schools. There are veterans out there that, that, are, that, are, that, are, that are on 100% disability that can still function, that can, would volunteer their time. I talked to one yesterday in my own gun store. He would volunteer his time to stand guard at our schools. Yeah, and also, he also here's the problem. And, and here's the problem. This was a school with 3,200 students. So every day we can't pay a dollar per student to say to secure them. I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, that's crazy. I, I, you know what I say? I, I say college students should be able to get a consent, you know, be able to carry firearms, right? And, and, and at, at, you know, the grade school level, the teachers should be able, and all the faculty, should be able to carry firearms. And yes, there should be armed security guards. Having schools as gun-free zones, as long as they're gun-free zones, this crap is going to continue to happen. Yeah. Because I, it, it's, 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 it's just a, it's, it's a soft target and cowards seek out soft targets. Yeah. And I think, uh, Patrick, did you want to jump in here? No, no, you guys yeah. are making. Yeah. Okay. Mike, yeah. Point. Mike, I think you wanted to jump in. So I just wanted to make sure that we're spreading the love. Yeah, no, no, it, it's true. So the gun-free zone argument, uh, it's fu it's funny. Uh, I thought about it while Tim was talking there. So I worked during 9-11. I worked at uh, Charlotte Douglas International Airport for U.S. Airways. And um, so a lot of interesting things happened, of course, during that time uh, within airports. But so the, the day we opened, we had uh, National Guard soldiers there that were on security. Before that, there was no... I mean, every now and then there'd be a cop, but not normal. Like today, when you go through the airport, you see police officers. Back then, that wasn't the case. And uh, so they brought National Guard soldiers in. And, uh, you know, I was talking to one of them on the side. I was an employee, obviously. So they knew that, like, I wasn't just a regular person flying. So I went up to him and I asked him, I was like, I was like, do you guys really have ammo? And he, and he was like, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, how much? He's like, I, we all have three. Talk about wow. irrational. So number one, we're going to. We're going to assign National Guard soldiers with they had M16A2s at the time and only give them three rounds because we just can't give them enough rounds that it make it. I mean, it was just so absurd. I remember thinking like the theater of absurdity that I was watching there as that happened was just so crazy. But Dude, anyway, yeah, so point is like airports there are still gun free zones. But if something really big happens, we're going to call yeah. three rounds. The Air Force today for most people are still gun free zones. But yeah, that's great. Yeah. 
one of the things I loved about the military, it's like whenever dignitaries would come around or, or congressmen, they, they would either take our weapons away or take our ammunition away. Yep. It's yeah. absolutely true. <laughs> absolutely. And that's what's been attempted. So, you know what? Um, what do we do here? Because people really want to know, what do we do? And then and specifically in regards to these companies, you know, I, I've been I'm tell, I'm going to give some advice to people that own companies out there. If you are anti-gun, you might want to shut the hell up and not say anything. Okay. If you have any sense, you want to support the fight for the second amendment. Okay. If you have any sense, if you don't believe in this truly get the hell out. And I want to issue another warning. If you're funding the NRA, I'm, I'm coming for you. And Midway USA, when I get back from Texas, we're coming for you. Yeah. Hank, so, I want your support. Mike, I want your support. Pat, I want your support. I'm in. You call these companies out. I have a list of the top donors, and they need to stop their support. Go yeah. to GOA. Go to Nagar. Go to any you, other. You, you've got it, man. Look at this. I'm going to show you this real quick. I don't know if we can get this to focus here. This is something that I posted. Basically, it's a it's a garbage dump with a shithole, and uh, that's Midway going into the shithole. That's X Products yep. already in the shithole. There's Donald Trump about to get dumped <laughs> into the shithole. <laughs> you know, check this out. It's on my social. This. Yeah. Yep. Just know this. You donors, <laughs> I have a list of you. I'm going to share it with everybody on this video call and, and other peers in social media. And we'll you and we'll yeah. get you in the pocketbook until you come to your senses and either don't support the NRA or choose to support a true no compromise gun rights lobby. The NRA isn't it. Yeah. So how so how do we know? I know, obviously, we're we're right now we're uh, mentioning Midway USA. One, I want to talk about uh, what's specifically going on here. I think you mentioned it before, Mac, but I want to get back to that. And how do we know who to support and who not to support? So who wants to take this? So I just want to say people have asked me to release the entire list and I, I, I want to maximize the effect. Let's start at the top. Midway USA donates 10 to 14 million dollars a year. Let's focus all of our efforts on them get them to take off the NRA roundup on their website. When they when they finally comply, we take the next largest donor. If I just put out a massive list, it's going to get muddled. I, I say that, and this is just my strategy, and I'm open for suggestions, but I say we start with the big no. dog, we get we get them I'm, to I'm with you, man. we just work our way through the list. So, yeah, uh, Pat, uh, Patrick, did you want to say something real quick? I'm going to let Mike go first. Okay. Yeah, what, I, what I was going to say is uh, – I think with what's happening right now, my personal belief is that, you know, companies have had strategies, many of them, for 10, 15 years of aligning with the NRA, right? And what's happening now, and they're trying to, they're sort of showing their true colors. I kind of want to give them a second to fix their software before I do anything, if that makes sense, right? So, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. As I've actually talked to like three companies uh, this week and, they're actually in the process of doing that. Okay. I think I just got off the phone with one of those companies today. Yeah. I know of another company today that I found out about today. That's um, also doing the same thing. They're dumping their entire support for NRA. Yeah. Go. Yeah. No, I was going to say, Patrick, I think you were going to say something as well. I no, I, I'm agreeing with uh, Max approach on this because we do list the entire, it put the entire list out there. Like, it's just not going to get the attention it deserves. People aren't going to focus on the people that can affect meaningful change. Right. Um, now, but my question for Tim is, at what point do we realize, okay, well, 
Midway USA, for example, if we hit them hard and we say, you know what, we're boycotting you, we're going to call for a boycott from our, uh, our audience in the entire gun community, at what point do we say, okay, well, they're just not going to give, so they're fully on the boycott list and move on to the next one? Uh, because well, there are some companies on that list they, that I don't think that are mean, going if, to, to play ball. Mm -hmm. the, 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 if we hit them hard enough, they most certainly will. Um, I mean, I, I could give lists of companies that have already felt that pain. I remember when Troy Industries hired Jody Weiss and uh, uh, Lon Hiroshi's A-Gunner. Um, you know, it, they, they hired Chicago's top cop that wrote op-ed pieces with Chicago Sun-Times saying the 30-round magazine should be banned. And then Troy Industries, who manufactures a 30-round magazine, hired him. Uh, and, and he started talking about it in social media. And he was immediately fired. And to this day, Troy still suffers under that 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 financial loss. It's open. It's been years. So if, if our community does its job, it will cost them millions. And believe me, when it costs them millions and they get their name out there, and, I, and it's not just it costing them financially, blow up their Facebook page. Every single post, remind them they need to stop their support of the NRA. Every single Instagram post, remind them. And they'll get tired of it. And eventually, and say, guys, we're not saying don't support gun rights groups, support, support a, a group that supports us. And I think most companies, once they're hit hard enough, will understand the logic and reason behind it because they have to listen to their customers. If they don't, they lose them. Yeah. But and I think, I think, yeah, right. And I think at the but same time, yeah, I think at the same time, at the same time, it's important to note that there are lots of companies out here that the people who work there, the people who own or run these companies, they're just as mad as we are. You know, and, and that is happening. It's not like every company out there is not solely concerned. Obviously, you got to make money. That's capitalism. Uh, and none of us have a problem with that. But, you know, there's some companies that that realize what they're doing and they really don't care. You know, so now if so, for example, with Midway, you're not saying if Midway decides to stop what they're doing with the NRA and, and reconsider and take a look at this, that that you won't, you know, pull that back. Right. No, I'm sorry. We're having a, yeah. a, a the, no. I, I don't. I don't think that, screwed up. Yeah. I think that you're uh, spot on, Hank. I, I I don't believe that he's going to pull back if they just don't do anything. Like I think they're going to end up remaining on uh, you know the shit list, so to speak. Oh, absolutely. And um, mm -hmm. I, I think the, the 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 question that I, I'm I'm trying to find out is like at what point do we say okay, well you know it's been a month of us you know steadily chipping away at Midway and they're not doing anything yet. Um, okay, well, they're still on our shit list, and we're going to remind everybody that they're on our shit list. But I'm going to move to the next uh, next company yeah. and say, you know, uh, X Products is you know on uh, my next uh, hit list item. Yeah. Do you want to take yeah. that, Mac? Yeah, I mean, of course, we we would have to move on away, and then we'll just go to the next company. I mean, look, I've I've worked with Arsenal. Uh, I like their products, and and I've I've, I've traveled with some of their executives. They, I've gone overseas with them. Um, but I posted on their Facebook page, they posted Donald Trump's, uh, uh, the article talking about Trump moving to ban rate increasing devices. And I said, guys, you're on my list of donors. You need to stop your support of the NRA right now. Um, and I called them out right there on their own Facebook page. I mean, does that hurt my relationship? Does that, I mean, we even sell their products at our stores, but that, that all, welcome to screeching halt. I mean, at some point we have to put principle above profit. And, and, and everything else, because in the end, we're fighting for the rights of our children and their children. And we need to call these companies out, even if it costs us 
financially or cost us followers or whatever. We have to set that aside and do what's right. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, did you want to say something on this? No, I mean, I, I agree with that. You know, if you look at the history of our country, what people have sacrificed for the liberties that we have right now, if we're talking about sacrificing viewers, like, yeah, like, come on, that's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's nothing. Right. Right. Yeah, that's laughing. Our, our yeah. and, fathers put their name on the Declaration of Independence, which was the necessary. The very the, 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 there was an extremely absolutely. high probability that they would have ended, that that whole episode would have ended with them hanging from the end of a rope. They took on the world's largest military and told the King of England to go pound sand. And um, and fortunately for us, and, and through their bravery and commitment, these were people of great of stature, and they put it all on the line so we could live free. And right. then we have jackasses like X products that are willing to hand it over for nothing, not even a shot fired. Yeah. This is not this is not us grandstanding. This is not us trying to get attention. You know, this is not a conversation that we want to have, but this is a conversation. These are things that we have to do because, you know, we know we have to do something. You guys know that we have to do something. And it has to be a real thing. People have to feel the pain of what's going on here. Companies just can't like keep messing with the market and thinking, oh, you know what? If everyone thinks that Trump's coming for their guns, we're just going to sell everything in the world and just keep getting away with that. That's no good. Ultimately, to those of us who really believe in guns, who really believe in the Second Amendment, we are going to pay for that. If you're in, in something for the long run, these massive spikes and deep valleys are no good for what we're trying to do. And worse yeah. than that, it's definitely no good for the Second Amendment. You know, so uh, and, and, and um, there's some people out there asking us, like, are there companies that we could say right now that do support the Second Amendment? They want to know, are we willing to talk about that right now or not? I would say I, most I, I'm not do support it. Yeah. Um, go, go ahead, Patrick. Yeah, I, as of right now, no, uh, I'm, I'm not ready to come out and say, yeah, uh, you know, company A, B and C are good to go. Like there are so well, yeah, there are some that I will absolutely say, yes, they're uh, pro gun. ATEI is one one, uh, one of those uh, the guys that do all the, the slide milling on my Glocks, um, you know, and, and like the smaller companies are 100 percent pro gun. But like these big, large companies have a lot to lose by, you know, standing up and saying, you know what, NRA, you're fucking up. Like, stop acting like yeah. a fool. One one dollar from every gun that Ruger sells goes to the NRA. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what? And at the same time, I just want to address this really quick. Um, so Walter from Safety Harbor is not here right now. But one of the, there's something weird that happened yesterday. I think we should talk about this just really quick. So it was his birthday yesterday. And um, obviously, you know, he's been a Trump supporter in the past. You know, and his his daughter gave him like a Trump troll or something like that. Right. And he sh and he showed a picture of it, but it was his birthday. He, he was not necessarily aware of everything going on. And he put a picture on social media and people jumped all over him for putting up that picture because someone puts up a picture like that does not mean that they don't support the Second Amendment. Right. And I think that's something that we really need to keep in mind as a community. We need to keep in mind that like not everything that gets posted on social media has a nefarious purpose. There are things that have happened on this podcast that people have taken out of context and cried foul on there. It happens all of the time. Yeah. And just because somebody may not be aware of a particular situation or might have misspoken doesn't make them the enemy. We need to stop infighting. Like we need to stop this crap, get, you know, band together and like, have yeah. a common but goal. On, on the other hard. side of that, when you have companies like X products, they need to be called out. 
Absolutely. So, yes, I absolutely right. agree. Yeah. I absolutely like, agree with that. You know, we have, we have two examples right here on this podcast. We have we have uh, X products on one side of the spectrum. We have Optics Planet on the other. One is being unjustly targeted, and the other one's being justly targeted. Um, yeah, and, exactly. and we do have to be careful because our words do have 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 meaning and power. Um, yeah. But also, you're right. Um, and you know, we we need to be careful with the pitchforks and torches and stuff like that. For anyone out there who doubts, you know, where where Walter is at with this, he's a gun guy. He believes in the Second Amendment. He supports it. He is helping this to happen. You know, he's putting his money into this. The people that put their money into this are not, you know, he's not saying, hey, Hank, don't say this or don't say that. I can say whatever the hell I want to. You know, he was even going to come on. And when he realized that it was that we were going to be on here talking and stuff like that, you know, he was like, hey, OK, I'm going to let you guys do your thing. OK, so we have to be careful before we start destroying each other over little things like that. And then and then let people like there's a you know, as we're saying with X products, this is incredibly, incredibly blatant. You know, that's someone who's well deserving of our attention, who's outright telling us not for the first time probably not for the second time telling us like he does not really support the second amendment. So, you know, we really, I think we just really need to be careful with uh, what, what we're doing out there, you know? Um, and then, and then on the subject of companies that are, that are like, uh, you know, that are pro second amendment, here's what I would say too. I, I'm not against um, getting up here and saying, Hey, these guys are pro second amendment and all that kind of stuff. But you guys, you have a voice. All of you should have social media. Right now is the time to get out here and remind people yourselves. In a, in a lot of ways, some of these companies are just as big or bigger than us in their social media reach. Get on your freaking social media and tell people what you think about this. Uh, hey, hey, Hank, one that just came to mind real quick while you're talking there is BCM, right? So if for, for those of you guys that don't remember or haven't been in the game long enough, BCM, when uh, New York passed their, their silly laws uh, saying only police could have certain AR-15s and stuff like that, they said, we're not going to sell anything to police in New York that we can't sell to civilians. So, yep. And obviously, millions of people live in New York. That's a ton of sales BCM gave up because they're standing by their principles. So there's just one example for you. Yeah, I mean, you've got Barrett that did the same thing. Look what Beretta did. They spent how many millions yeah. moving out of, of uh, Massachusetts and, yeah. and relocating their entire manufacturing because they couldn't sell their own guns to the people of the state that they, they resided in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's time for people to start doing that. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't talk about it. We should. But I think first, I, if, if there's any companies listening to me, my advice to you is make your stance on this known to the people. It starts with you. You're in control. Of, you Take your own voice into your own hands, okay, and, and talk to the people and let them know where you stand on this. Because if you are quiet, if you keep on just putting up like, oh, we got this sale going on, buy this thing from us or whatever, and this stuff is blatantly going on in society and you don't say anything about it, that speaks very, very loudly. You know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to kind of stop you there. We can't draw a line in the sand. Not, 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 I mean, like, there are a lot of companies that have a lot to lose by being vocal. Um, now, internally, they may believe uh, heavily on 
our point of view, but there might be reasons that they might might not be able to speak out publicly. Uh, there are companies that have policies about no politics um, and that they can't take a stance one way or the other because of interests, um, you know, within the company. And, and like we can't draw a line in the sand, not yet. Like yeah. the companies. But that I don't are think that's. I don't think that's me drawing the line funding. in the sand. That's them drawing you know, the line I'm, in the sand. No, no, it's it. Well, it's not. Yeah, I mean, you're you're standing here. You're saying if the, you don't make your stance known publicly, that we're going to call you out, or you know, like that that is as good as being on the other side of things. It's as it, it, that's the same. No, as what I said Xbox. is what I said is you are the person. They are the ones in control of 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 their message. So the per, the people that need to speak out first is them. Okay, if they have some reasons that they don't want to, I, I I'm going to tell you something. Honestly, I don't understand that. If are you selling guns? Do you have people who are employed selling guns for you? Are you in this thing because everything's about to change? Right now, we are speaking up very loudly about what's going on with race rate increasing devices, and there's lots of companies that are going to be directly affected. A huge part of the industry, and they're not saying anything. So now somebody in the chat did make a good uh, point. Uh, Robert Wicks said, agree with Patrick. If it's a public traded co uh, corporation, then the officers have a fiduciary duty to shareholders. And that's okay. absolutely true. All right. So, I, I, yeah. I, OK, I get that. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you picked out the person who agreed with you. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't I'll care about the agree with me. I'm more concerned. I, I, I'm more concerned of the companies that come out and say stupid things like X products. I mean, there mm. are. Yes. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of companies out there uh, in the firearms market that manufacture guns, accessories, and uh, everything else in between. I don't think that they all need to go out on social media and say, we support your Second Amendment rights. Um, it, it, it's, it's safe to assume that most of them do. It's when you have the CEO and a equity holder in a company like X Products that comes out and makes rabidly anti-gun comments, who has a wife, raises money for a rabidly anti-gun uh, organization run by Bloomberg. Now that's a problem, and that's what we need to call out. I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect every single company come out there and say, "Yes, I'm pro Second Amendment." I think it's safe to assume most are. It's the ones that come out and make stupid statements, uh, like Team Wendy when they had Hillary Clinton come out and speak in their their uh, their employer. They thinking um, it's that type of stupidity that needs to be pointed out. Um, and I think it's safe to assume otherwise. Most of these companies do support us. They're, they're manufacturing stuff for us. Right. Okay. Okay. I, cool. I agree with that 100%. So until okay. a, a company comes out and starts writing checks to the NRA or to uh, anti-gun uh, you know, causes, or they come out publicly and make a statement, put their foot in their mouth. I'm not ready to you know call them out. Like I don't think it's responsible. Like Springfield Armory and Rock River Arms. You know, when they get they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar, um, out there paying off uh, anti-gun politicians and then trying to make an exclusionary deal for themselves so they can screw over mom and pop guys and 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 get a law passed. Okay, so that one in particular. I, that one in particular, I've had a, an extended conversation uh, in confidence on that, and there is a lot more to the story. So I don't want to get too deep into the uh, you know Springfield bashing. Um, I, I, I'm not a Springfield lover. I don't even own a Springfield firearm uh, because I don't believe they make anything that's worth me owning. Um, I take that back. I've got a saint because I ended up with it uh, as re the result of an event. Uh, but the I don't know. I, I just I, I'm, I don't want to throw in stones at people that are keeping their nose to the grindstone because it's like you're right. Our words are powerful. 
our actions are powerful. Um, the second that we start throwing stones at good companies that are filled with good people that believe in the stuff that we believe in, we're going to start tearing this industry apart. It's going to get even worse. Let's focus okay. on the assholes that are being assholes and right. leave it at that. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, I you know, I, I, uh, I see what you guys are saying and, you know, I totally agree with you. I'm a little distracted because I think Lola found the guy that we were talking about. I'm just trying to confirm it and then, um, and then get a link into the description. The guy, so, the, uh, the, which guy, the, the, the guy with the fund, um, Oh, I posted a link in um, our hangout. Oh, you did. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Let me get on that while you guys are talking. All right, guys, go ahead. Keep talking. Let me get this. Let me get this link up. I don't know. Uh, you know, Mike, do you feel, what's your feel on this? Do you think we should, you know, start calling out people that aren't, you know, or that are keeping quiet or. Yeah. Uh, uh, Patrick, post that link again. I don't see um, it, man. I mean. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Sure. I was going to say, I mean, every circumstance is unique. And, um, you know, I actually just did a video the other day on the Springfield situation on my B channel looking for basically viewer feedback because if you historically there's a lot of companies uh that have done things that could be considered as anti-second amendment like smith and wesson has ruger has um but you know that same company 20 years later i.e today are they the same company that did that so i kind of did a video about springfield and asking for feedback of what folks thought with that and uh overwhelmingly uh people were still very anti-springfield at least amongst my audience anyway so well you know look if, if uh, there, if there's, there's uh, that's the example, obviously there's still animosity there which is fully understandable in my opinion um if this presumably rogue uh lobbyist that they pretend like they don't know and this this lobby group that it, it, it consists of four people right. Reese family rock rubber arms and keller uh, didn't even have a physical address, so they're having meetings at Springfield Armory. Uh, this rogue agent that did all this damage to their business that hurt them so bad. Where's the lawsuit? If the article that T-Tag wrote was so malicious and so misinformed, yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, Mac. All the checks so much damage to my business. And that and and that was a, a rogue actor. I would be suing them. Nobody's getting sued. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's I, a, part of the conversation, Patrick. Uh, we don't have to get into it here, but I like to hear, uh, you know, what what uh, what you know. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that at length, um, and I will definitely link you up with the people that can like speak more authoritatively about it. Um, I will tell you that the, who I have spoken with about this. I spoke with Denny himself. I spoke with uh, Rob Pincus. I spoke with, uh, you know, Steph Reese, his daughter, at length about this. And I basically the phone call, it was, hey, I want to talk about this, but I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Tell me if I'm barking up the wrong tree here. And, uh, you know, I laid out what the popular narrative was. And they're saying, well, hang on a second, you know. You might not want to say this because this might not be accurate and this isn't accurate. And like, I haven't been able to convince them to come forward. I want really badly to set Denny down in front of a camera with Steph and all the other people involved and like talk about this intelligently. And uh, that, that is something that I am working on because there is more to the story there. Um, like I said, I'm not a Springfield lover. 
Like I don't like their XD products on, you know, their 1911s, uh, unless you're getting into the custom series or mediocre and their ARs haven't impressed me whatsoever. But, um, I really do feel like this is another one of those instances. Cause like we were talking earlier about optics really? planet. Um, so optics planet. This is what I don't understand, man. And maybe you can help me understand this. They blamed Heller. They said they fired him. They blamed him for all this damage and he acted without their permission. But she's a lifelong friend of theirs. That's total bullshit. But so this 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 rogue actor did all this damage to them, and they didn't sue him. So okay, let me ask you a question. As a business owner, uh, if you have an employee, for example, a, a a counter employee, you train them up and you say, sell things, act in the best interest of Copper Custom. And that kid takes that knowledge and says, all right, cool. I'm going to do what's best for Copper Custom and does nothing but sell Ruger products and Taurus products um, contrary to what you believe in. And he believes at his core value that he's doing the right thing. Like, should that reflect poorly on you? So Copper Custom is a lobby group that exists solely to benefit. Well, no, 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 so no, 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 no. So no, no, I, I understand I it's not a one-to-one, lobbyist. but I want to, I want to try to, um, a lobbyist who's a lifelong friend. I hire a lobbyist and this lobbyist, because this is what they said. They threw him under the bus that he went out there and acted totally without any knowledge whatsoever. I don't believe anything that it's says. He totally acted with no knowledge of theirs whatsoever. And there's four people in the organization. He totally acted on his own. And everybody was just shocked and appalled when Robert Perigo told me, he called them before the vote happened at the state level and said, I have this story. I will run it the minute the vote happens if you continue down this path. And they ignored him and they did it anyway. That screams bullshit to me. So yeah. I want to have a conversation with you in, in private, but it doesn't yes, add up. Absolutely. That will Reese happen. Yeah, this, video. Yeah. Dennis Reese did make a video and it's full of a bunch of bullshit. So, yeah. um, you know what? This this is not pro- this is probably not something that we can solve like immediately here. No, it, I it's not. But it's yeah. not. But I do want to loop back quickly. Uh, no, you're right. It's not a one to one analogy. Uh, but like uh, what it boils down to is this is a dude that they gave money to and said, hey, do what's right for Springfield Armory. Now, when I called Steph that this is the day that that story came out on T-Tag or no, I'm sorry, it was just after it came out because there were some more things that came out. Uh, we were at NRA when the story came out initially. When I got back, I was driving to the range and uh, called Steph up and I said, hey, like, I'm about to speak about this. Um, like, tell me what I need to know. And, um, you know, that conversation was in confidence. But uh, the, the one thing that I can tell you about that conversation is um, her dad had no idea. They said my dad didn't have any idea what that was about when he was approached for comment at NRA. He had no clue. And I 100% believe I, I, that. I, that's, that. That's just gross incompetence on his part. But I, I don't believe that for a second because they were forward. Well, I, I, I'm, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stop you there. And like whenever you and I talk about this offline, uh, you might have a different approach to it because uh, there yeah. are some things. Yeah, that are very, you know what? You you know, here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't, Mike, I don't know if you want to mention, do you want to get into this before we move on? Do you, did you want to say anything Let's about this? Let's just move on. Let's yeah. move on because uh, it's, yeah. it's it, yeah, it, yeah, we, it's, we, we it's can't, we probably can't. We need to have. Yeah, we, we probably can't yes. solve it. But Patrick, if you do, yeah. if you're able to bring something, because ultimately – 
what I'm concerned about is, you know, uh, bringing the truth to light here of what happened. I know it's really complicated, so I think we can definitely revisit this one. Um, I just wanted everyone to know we did put out a link um, and I'm going to read about I'm going to read a headline from this really quick because we're going to ask everyone watching to um, go check out this headline and help this guy out. The, uh, the headline is New York Army veteran charged with possessing pistol magazine faces 21 years in prison. OK, um, and that's on Uncle Sam's misguided children dot com. And there's an article there about everything that happened, what we're talking about. Is there a link in there to his GoFundMe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll that's what I'm. Yeah. So we, I, I didn't yeah. see it. Um, I, I, I found the story and I just kind of dropped it in the chat. But I'm yeah. Sure there is so, yeah, one. if someone finds the links to the GoFundMe or whatever, let us know so we can get that in here. And um, and then maybe we can get back to uh, where where are we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, and I I'm seeing a lot of stuff in the chat right now. God bless mm -hmm. it. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of stuff in the chat right now uh, calling me a shill and stuff like that. I, what I want to ask you two guys. That's no, 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 no. I, I, I know it is nonsense. I know that I'm not a shill and like what their, their, their words have no power on me. I don't really give a crap what people say about me. You can't do this and care what people say. Uh, but what I want to ask you guys is like, at what point do we stop throwing rocks at everybody else in the, in the industry? Like why, why, why are we as a community so eager to burn other people's houses down just for kicks, you know, shits and giggles? Like why, why is this a thing? It's because we've been at war. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about us particularly, Mac. I'm not talking about us particular in particular. I'm not, not talking about us, us three dudes, us four dudes. I'm talking about the community as a whole. They love to watch things burn, and I don't understand why. No, I don't. I think you're looking at it wrong. I think, I think we are so tired of constantly being assaulted. Every day I wake up, I look at the news to see what unlocks, and I've been doing this now. Uh, at least 35 years. And I lived through the 86 ban. I lived through the 89 ban. I lived through the 94 ban. I've watched the NRA screw us over and over and over and over again. And, and, and if you get to the point where I'm at now, why do you think I'm such a blunt object and I'm so militant about our gun rights? It's because I've been fighting for them my entire life and I'm watching them slip through my fingers. So when companies do stupid stuff, they need to be held accountable. Now we do have to be careful who we hold accountable but I don't think people are doing it just because they enjoy watching things burn. We're sick and tired of losing our rights because these people won't stand and fight or they're part of the problem. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I guess it's a matter of perspective, but I'm sick and tired of it. And it, and if you're a FUD that thinks that my AR-15, uh, you don't own one, therefore you just don't really care about fighting for me and my right to own one, then you're part of the problem and you are my enemy. And, and if, 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 if those lines have to be drawn. Because those FUDs are the reason we're losing our rights. So I, I, I don't think it's because well, people enjoy it. It's because it's out of necessity. We're trying to fight for our very existence. So I, I agree with that on the FUD comment. Uh, the, the one thing I would, well, the way I look at it is, yes, they are currently our enemies. I agree with that. However, they have more of a potential of becoming our ally than the average person out there. So in my opinion, I I strive, or at least I attempt to, uh, it may be futile, I don't know, but I attempt to educate those people as to why that opinion is wrong because of the things you said, because of the things I've said earlier in this video, um, in terms of the history of gun rights, like people simply don't understand, right? A lot of people, history begins the day they're born and they don't understand that anything happened before them. And I mean, with my audience and your audience too, I'm sure like, you know, if I 
if I go on Facebook and run my analytics, every post says popular with males 25 to 35 or some crap like right. that, right? So yeah. <laughs> those people just don't know. They literally don't know. And um, the vast ahead. majority of my audience thinks like I do, though. So yes, the, the, I agree. The, the FUDs, I, the FUDs are my age and older. It's just I'm not a FUD because I've right. been an AR-15 owner. My very first rifle was an AR-15 that was centerfire. Um, right. I've been fighting to keep that rifle my entire life. And the, 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 the 60, 70, 80 year old guys that are the core of the NRA right now, they're ne- you're never going to change their mind, man. You're never going to convince them the NRA is against them. They've been, they've, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, Mac. I don't know. They've, they've just simply been part of it for too long. But they were, sorry, guys. Some rocks yeah. on the 19, the 20, the 30, and the 40 year old people. And, and that, that, you know, are the future and and show them that the nra is not our friend that you need to, to back a true pro-gun organization because we will lose our yeah okay wherever in the backwoods of kentucky wherever you know, mike is he's breaking up he, mike he uh, yeah he my, my, at the best times yeah. Yeah, Mike, I know you. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes. OK, uh, Mike, I know you wanted to finish something here. So go ahead. Um, well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all I was saying is that so many people simply don't understand the history, uh, whether that be the history of the NRA, whether that be the history of gun control, whether that be uh, the history of our nation and why we have the rights we have. And uh, they're not privileges, the rights. Um they're not granted to us by the government. They're guaranteed by the Constitution, right? So those sorts of things, they simply don't understand. So like I said, I, I, I mean, most people do. I'm not saying that I know everything that other people don't. Most people do, but there's a lot of people out there that really don't. They simply don't understand it. And uh, they think the things that I say, they think the things that people in this discussion are saying are radical, and they're simply not radical. They're completely normal and mainstream in American history. It's only over the last 20 years that any of this has become radical um, simply because people have been told that it is, but it's, it's truly not. So um, yeah. Really it. And you know what? I wanted to say this before we go on here to the point that Patrick um, was making. I think there are some people when we do these kinds of things, when I work with you guys individually, when we all work together, when we do stuff, there's always someone that wants to get mad about something like, I remember when Guns and Gears came to shoot with me, people were people were hammering him because this dude was was in Florida driving around doing all kinds of stuff. He came to do things with me. We did a bunch of videos and people were like, oh, you don't seem excited enough to be hanging out with Hank Strange. People always want to get into this kind of bullshit and they don't realize. They like, yeah, they don't. <laughs> the outfit he wore was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and, and this. I didn't but, even know that was you, dude. I didn't even know that was you. I'm like, who is this goofball? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, but this, okay, we're losing Mac again. But here's the thing. Tim, Tim, you may want to go ahead and just go audio only, buddy. Yeah, yeah. The The thing that I'm trying to say here is realize, folks, the people who are in this chat with us right now are taking time away from their families. Uh, businesses, all kinds of stuff that they have to do. Maybe they didn't eat and all this kind of stuff so that we can have this conversation. We don't even, if you look at this chat, man, and you look at the other things, we don't 100% agree with each other. What we're doing though, is we're talking to each other and we're working this out and we're sharing it with you. 
and, and please realize that and respect it because lots of people are not giving you this kind of access behind the scenes to what happens. So we don't have to all get along. We don't have to all agree on stuff. What we do need to do is talk to each other and listen to each other's points. And it makes me mad when people like come down on Mac or they come down on Guns and Gear or they come down on Patrick. He's here for a reason. I value his opinion. If you guys don't value it, then, you know, then you don't value mine either. So, you know, that's that's the way I look at that. Um, I don't know who you can anyone can feel free to jump yeah, in right so, now. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to loop back because I think the the sentiment that I was trying to the point I was trying to convey earlier was kind of lost along among a lot of people. Um, what I, I don't understand. So we saw it with Optics Planet, for example. And you, if you look at social media and you look at Optics Planet, it's it's a pretty healthy mix of about seventy to eighty p, uh, percent of people on social media calling for a boycott of Optics Planet. And these are dudes that got caught up in some shitty gun laws, just like you know several other companies have done before. Like they are making a change in order to abide by the laws. And you've got like eighty percent of the online gun community screaming about you know, boycotting them and putting them in the same category as cheaper than dirt, which again, like cheaper did some dumb shit at one point, but like the whole story isn't popular knowledge. Like, uh, I, I hate you, cheaper than dirt. No, I, I know why you do. <laughs> it's not the day after a national tragedy happens, uh, uh, a case of ammo goes from 199 to $999. No, no, like I said, they did some dumb shit. They did some dumb shit. Like I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna, gonna say, speed there's that. No, there's no excuse for that. Yeah. They can, they can, they can, they can suck a dildo. <laughs> I, I couldn't have said it better. That's graphic. <laughs> I, know, I didn't want to say the other word. I try not to cuss, but, but those guys are, 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 are dead to me, and it's and, and they've done it more than once. They continue to do it. Right. No, and, and, and I'm not. I'm, 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 what I'm. What I'm. What I'm getting at here, though, is that there are a lot of things that they were uh, blasted for. For example, pulling guns from the website, like they got blasted for that, and people believed that as the popular narrative. The same thing happened with Optics Planet. The same thing has happened with dozens of other companies where something's taken out of context. Somebody puts it out there. Like dudes read the headline and then roll with that as their knowledge base. So whatever snazzy headline Farago types up, or the dudes over at TFB or I type up on one of the web properties that I, uh, you know, contribute to, uh, like they, they read that headline and they run with it. They don't even read the, you know, the meat of the article. Yeah. We have to be, we have to be careful and we have to check each other. And I think that's like the process that's going on here. And we do that. We do that. I think we check, I check with Mike on stuff. I check with you. I check with Mac and it goes, it goes back and forward. Believe it or not, Mac in the past, I don't know why has checked with me on shit. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say you're, you're, you're far too level-headed, dude. I am. It's so funny because I agree with a lot that you're saying. It's just I, I am. I'm more reactionary, and like I said, I'm just a blunt object, man. I, I, no, I and, mad and I want to come out. I want to come out swinging, and 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 I do want to meter that because there there is a balance for this, and there is collateral damage like Optics Planet, and we do have to be careful. But when I know somebody screwed up, and I have enough evidence to convince myself of it, I'm not backing off, and I'm going after them. And, and that's just who I am. And, and if I screw up, I admit I screwed up. And I will. And if you can convince me that, 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 that Springfield Armory somehow is just the of all these things, then I will publicly say I made a mistake. I am capable of saying I'm sorry. I am capable of saying I screwed up. Uh, but in the meantime, I am a bit reactionary. I, I'm, it, it's because I'm older than most of you guys. Um, and I, 
I'm sick and tired of having to wake up every day and fight. Yeah, I think you're mad as hell and you're just not going to take it anymore. I think. No, I mean, and like, I, I, I understand. I get that sentiment and I, I respect it, man. Like, I really do. But like, if we're going to prevail in this fight, we have to be a little bit level headed. We can't alienate companies that are actually on our side, but like might appear to be on the wrong side for whatever that, you know, circumstance is. Um, you know, and like, I, I just think it's really important that we're very selective, we're very unified in our actions going forward because, like, every move that we make, it needs to be as calculated, if not more calculated, than what the anti gunners are doing. Like, they've got a plan, they're well organized, they're, yeah. they are 100% committed. We yeah. have all said it on this panel. Like, we, we as pro gunners, have to be 100% just as committed. Just yeah. as organized. I, I, and I, just as and, and yeah, I, the problem. The majority of us are not. The majority of us are willing to negotiate. The majority of us are apathetic. The majority of us go buy a gun and never even write an email to a congressman. That's what we're fighting against. The anti-gunners are unified because it's easy for them to be. We have all these factions. We have guys that think, well, you really should, like Joaquin Jackson of the NRA board. You just need five rounds and a bolt-action rifle. That's all a real man needs. And, and, and you, you have these people within the firearms community that are willing to sell you and I out because we like to have an AR-15. And right. it's, it's that fracturing and that, that – that it's like what Mike brought up before where we had nobody supporting the AK community when the 7 and 6 ban was coming down. But everybody supported the AR-15 community when the M855 ban was coming down. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's the fact that we can't all agree that we need to fight for all of our rights. If you don't own a bump stock, who cares? fight for it if you don't own an echo trigger who cares fight for it but it's because we're willing to throw the other guy to the sharks that we have the problems that we have and those people need to be called out and i don't want them to, I, they're, they're traitors and yeah that's playing something. so so let's do this in the final 15 minutes that we have i want to start with mike um you know i agree with what patrick just said we do need to organize because these guys that, that we're going against are organized mike how do you think, like, what's your thoughts on this of how we do this? Um, how we can do it? Uh, you know, there are organizations that already exist. Uh, Gun Owners of America is one, of course. Uh, there are many at the state level as well that are um, that already have the infrastructure to organize. However, I don't want to rely on them. Obviously, I think truly, and I've said this before, and I, people have accused me of being arrogant, but I don't. I, I really don't believe I'm being arrogant. I think I'm being truthful. Uh, that the people who are on this uh, video right now or this uh, discussion have more power than any of those groups have, and um, in terms of influence of the people. So, just continuing to spread the word is really all we can do, and try to make people understand, like Tim just said, that it is not about bomb stocks. It's not about Geisley triggers. It's not about whatever rate increasing device they want to point out that day, whether it be a light bull carrier group or whatever. It's not about that. It's about the infringement that continually happens and has happened since, exactly. I mean, the early 1900s. And again, people like Tim was saying that people in their 20s and their 30s, educating them about what's happened and what is going to happen unless we do something really is how we have to do it. Because the forces aligned against liberty are organized. They are pushing. They never stop. It doesn't matter who's in the White House when they're trying to strip us of our liberty. It, it, they never stop. They're a well-oiled machine. And unless we, right now, we're on the defense because of what President Trump did. Right? That's just reality. But 
when this goes away in six months, hopefully, inshallah, we need to be on the offense. Right? <laughs> like, we, seriously, we can't just sit back and say, oh, this is this is OK. We're good now. Uh, if this blows over, let's say it does, you can't because they are not stopping. They are still pushing. Their machine is still going. Bloomberg is still donating a million dollars a week. That is happening all the time. Yeah. Yep. And that's why we must adopt a no compromise position. We all as gun owners must agree. Not one more inch. I don't want to give the the anti-gunners so much as a buttstock screw. I'm done. No compromising. No, and there's no such thing as a compromise. A compromise implies both parties get something of equal value. All we're doing is constantly surrendering our rights, trying to appease those that want to strip us of liberty. It needs to stop, and gun owners have to unify under the no compromise mantra. If they don't, they're part of the problem. Yeah, and, and I agree with what Mike is saying in terms of you know the, the uh, responsibility that we have to people, but we do need, I agree with what you just said, we need the people. And if people are looking at this and they wanna know what we're doing about it, we are here talking to you and we are talking to each other. Maybe we're not as super organized with communicating with each other as we should be, but we are communicating with each other. That's how we're able to do this. But we need you. We need you guys to do something as well. Not just, you know. Obviously, we need you to share the things that we're putting out there. But we need you to make your voice heard. That's how we do these things. That's why we're talking about um, all the different things that we're talking about here. Because this is how we make people realize that they just can't do this. There's people out there who think these guys are just gonna sit back. You know, they're gonna show their belly and let us do whatever they want. And we have to let them know that we're not gonna do that. Right. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, if you guys want to know, we are doing things. We're going to, you know, we're going to keep talking to you guys about it, but we need you to, to, to participate in this. You know, and look, we're living, I don't know, man, we're living in a world where people think they participate because you make a comment and they just click like. You know, right, they no, really I feel mean, like that's participation, yeah. you know, and we need more than that. I'm not saying that I don't care about that. I do. But it takes more than that, and and that's what we're trying to make happen here. Go ahead. It's just as easy to write email to your congressman. You know what I mean? Do it every day. Send a reminder to yourself. Write an email. Make a phone call. It's really simple. I mean, good. Write an email. Make a phone call. Talk to your friends. Get them involved. Liking, commenting, and sharing the videos is fine and dandy, but like, it's not making effective change. Like, we need effective change we need we need to change the gun community's mentality on this stuff we need to be active yeah don't um, look to us don't look to us to do it all guys listen to what we're saying of course but the people watching this have the true power no i agree with you man i agree and well don't if if we trust any one gun rights group and don't trust any one social media personality we all have to work in unison and, and everybody out there, even if you don't have a half a million followers on YouTube, you still have a voice and you still probably have 200 friends on your friends list on Facebook. Yep. Have the conversation. We have to work together. And no, there's none of us are Michael Jordan. I don't want to be a Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, and I think uh, you're freezing terribly. And we need to. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing in the world is is driving in the car for Mac where he can't get it. This is like torture. I'm driving with my knees. 
<laughs> well, I hope kidding. you're not driving because you look like you're on the passenger side. <laughs> it's a postal jeep. It's a postal jeep. Yeah, I think everyone wants to know, and I'm, and I'm not trying to like change the subject, but everyone wants to know what the hell are you up to? Oh, I mean, I'm just heading out to Texas to go uh, to shoot an Axis buck. Heading out with some friends to. Uh, oh, okay. To, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make some video. Uh, I'm gonna try to take a. Uh, I have Alina with a crossbow. I've never used a crossbow before. Um, and, and we're just going to go out and make some content and try to uh, relax a little bit. It's been okay, a very, so very tense. Is this a full auto out. crossbow? What is the rate of fire on this crossbow? No, I think, I think, uh, <laughs> slow, slow. Yeah, what's the rate of fire on the crossbow? <laughs> I don't know, but it fires a, it fires a 400 grain bolt at 455 feet per second, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, yeah, that's a thought I, I right think, there. Tim Tim's got a uh, a video up on it already. I think I think he chronoed it maybe. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did an Instagram photo of uh, firing over the chronograph. I was blown away by the velocity. Here's a manufacturer, Raven, that actually publishes real data. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many companies out there, like suppressor companies, that post bogus or edited uh, sound meter data, and there's so many bow companies that post you know bogus velocity data. Man, Raven had it within five feet per second, and it was on the high end. They say 400. We were consistently over 400. Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about it, man. Yeah, you know, and and uh, I appreciate you. You know, I know you're taking this time to go off, and 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 I think you really, you probably need to unwind a little bit. Yeah, you know? a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you need to unwind a little bit. Uh, you know, but we appreciate you taking the time. You know, while you guys are driving, I'm sure there's other things you guys would rather be talking about, or maybe the guys in the car with you. We're saving them right now. That could be it. Yeah, guys, I don't know what you're that's welcome. like at all. I don't know what that's like at all. <laughs> um, no, so, it, you know, kind of one of the things that I do want to charge everybody with here on the panel, as well as all of the commenters out there, um, like, think about how your actions impact the industry. Think about how your actions are going to impact gun rights. Think about whether or not you are operating under as much knowledge as you possibly can. Um, like before you go out and start screaming about calling for boycott, before you start screaming about, um, you know, a particular personality being against the cause or whatever, go out, learn something about them. Use good knowledge when you're making these decisions. Like the, the last thing we need is like knee jerk reaction, looking for you know, looking to, um, you know, invoke an emotional response out of people like we need a little bit of level headedness. Yeah. And there's multiple ways to do this, by the way, if we want to get some of these, I'm not trying to like scare away everyone that was on our side and now may, maybe they're confused or they don't know what they want to do. I think some of what we should do is just try to talk to them and say, Hey, you know, you, you might want to take a closer look at this. You know, I think, I think yeah. a lot of times uh, how we approach people has a lot to do with this. I know what Mac is even thinking, even though he's not saying anything right now. And I know Mac is going at it sometimes like a blunt instrument, but he's really, he's, he's really thinking about what he does and what he says to people. Even if you guys don't know that I know, I know for a fact that he really, um, he really cares about that. You know, he really cares about the people that he knows in this industry. He's not trying to go out here and tear people apart and tear their lives apart. We do need to think about how we do this. I agree with what, with what you're saying. Since Tim sounds like a robot. Yeah. Yes, we can. Yeah, start again. Start again. I, 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 I do want to be careful. 
um, you know, and, 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 you know, it's, it is, it is one of those things that we, we do have to be careful what we do, what we say. Um, but I am that one object, unfortunately. And I think my audience knows that. Um, but yes, we do have to be level-headed. We, we, I don't want to start calling out other people on social media. Um, we need to just try to get everybody focused on the fact that we all need to tow the same line. And the same line is not one more inch, no more negotiations, no more compromises, no more surrendering of rights. And let's just move forward from there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you on that. Um, you know, I really, really do. But. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's good. I think it's good that we're checking each other and we need to keep doing that. What were you going to say, Mike? I said ditto. I mean, obviously, I'm anybody who watches my channel knows that I am a, a not one more inch kind of guy. I, I don't get as uh, riled up as Tim does about it because that's just not my nature. I didn't spend years in the Marine Corps eating yeah. trans. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you're the more you're the more dangerous kind of person, Mike, because you are too cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, no, Mike, at all. Mike has the cool guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy he scares I, I the shit him. out of me with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but no, I, I like civilian Mister Guns and Gear much more because he's yeah. more open. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, yes, yes. So, yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm absolutely. Uh, like I said, we need to be on the offense. The fact that we're on the defense upsets me. Uh, we need to be getting our, our rights back instead of fighting for the ones that are trying to take. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And uh, just as a quick thing here, we got like five minutes, so I'm going to start with you, Mike, and then go back the um, the other way because you know we got to we got to let Mac talk last. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Before, absolutely. before you before you go, is is there uh -huh. any objection from any anyone anyone on the panel uh, to do maybe uh, five or ten minutes of good, happy, fun? Yes, conversation? Let's do, yeah, exactly. Please. Let's do let's do a little bit of that. I would like to do yeah. a little bit of that. Um, so. I don't know, uh, Mike. Do you, you know what are you working on? What do you guys have coming up? That kind of thing. What's up with you? Sure. Uh, well, there's. I mean, I have at any one time. I probably have fifty things in the review queue, which is annoying. Uh, but it's <laughs> fun. Uh, I don't just do unboxing videos. Anybody who watches my stuff, I actually use it for a good while before I put a video up. But yesterday, I got a couple uh, lights surefire one thing that's exciting about that and i know a lot of people are anti-surefire for whatever but one thing that's cool about it is that they're starting to do the dual fuel line meaning they're finally starting to do some stuff with 650 rechargeable batteries i know a lot of people have been looking for uh for years um so that's good and that's a blooming monsters out there um so yeah i saw you you know all the surefire is uh five I think they're trying to like that. Yeah. So that's now you're you're breaking up, Mike. You went, for a while. Um, yeah, you, you, and then I have my wife and I have, I should say, uh, the people in town. So people in still, town still breaking are, up. Uh, one of our other businesses, and a lot of them are inexperienced shooters. So we're gonna take them. Yeah, you're breaking up, Mike. I don't know. Let me see. Um, let me let me try to tell him in the chat. <laughs> Yeah, Mike, if you can hear Yeah, if you can hear us, you're breaking up. Maybe you might want to um, either shut off your video or something like that. The dogs are on the internet. The, 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 your dogs are on the internet. <laughs> uh, now I, I don't think he hears um, us at all. No, I, I, I think he was talking about one of the uh, Surefire lights. I saw him post the, the new M300 on Instagram. And uh, that thing's a little beast. It's what, 500 lumen in a single cell light? That thing's a badass. Yeah. 
Um, personally, I like the direction that all these different lights are going. So, Mike, yeah. are you there? Oh, I, okay. I don't think he, he needs he, to come. He needs to come out of his bunker. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the beauty of of doing it's this on the internet. Yeah. So, uh, what are you up to, Patrick? What's going on with you, man? I just got some new guns in. Um, so, I've got a. If you want to. I've got one of the new 10 millimeter high point yeah, carbines. Yeah, Mac is going to love this. 10 millimeter. <laughs> Look at that. 10 millimeter, man. Look at that. So bad. He's so jealous. Mac Dude, is so jealous. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> it is something else, is, is the way I'm going to put it. <laughs> Have you shot it yet? You've shot it already, right? No, no, it showed up yesterday. It's been raining here. Oh, uh, so I've got that on the list of to-do things. I got my Glock 19X back from ATEI finally. So I'm going to take this thing out and I'm going to start wearing it out uh, because, like, it's it's perfect now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they did that rolling package. Yeah, I think Mac wants to ask you something about the 10-millimeter. Uh, I'm going to keep talking. Uh, no, did that 10 millimeter dude to, to, to all the people that said you can't do a 10 millimeter blowback gun in your face? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm taking that. I have a 7.5. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Robots, I was uh, cutting yeah. out again. Uh, so, lastly, I got in the. Is that the FK Bruno? This is an FK Bruno uh, field pistol in 7.5 FK. Um, so it's got the 16-round magazine, and uh, they're sending a bunch of ammo over for it. So I'm going to do some uh, – I heard the last part there. <laughs> so uh, they're sending out over a bunch of ammo uh, because I can't find it anywhere. Unfortunately, it's exclusive to the importer, <laughs> but, uh, which I think is ridiculous. But you know, we'll talk about that in the video. But I'm going to do some hood wrench stuff with this. Uh, we're going to try to shoot it out to uh, 500 yards, if not further, uh, just for, uh, you know, goofy, stupid fun. Yeah, um, that's really cool. You know, I've got a terrible story about the FK Bruno. Um, I did an event in Atlanta and Pincus was there and he puts <laughs> an FK Bruno in my hands and he says to me, Hank, you should go because we were in a range. He was like, you know, you can shoot this all you want to, man. Um, I literally took some pictures of it and then put and then gave it back to him. I had no clue. <laughs> I had no clue what it was. <laughs> I've got an even yeah. worse story for you. I have an even worse story for you. So uh, about a year ago when my kid was uh, about to be born, um, actually, it was about a, a year and a month ago, um, they reached out to me when I was at the, the firearm blog and said, hey, we would love for you guys to come over to the Czech Republic and visit our factory all expenses paid, first class uh, airfare. And I was like, hell yes, that'd be amazing. Um, but they wanted me to, to go the week that my kid was due. Uh -huh. And I had to bow out. And I, I went back to my, I was like, look, can we like reschedule this? And I had to bow out because they're like, yeah, we can reschedule it to two weeks later. I was like, yo, that's not going to work, bro. It's mm -hmm. not going to work. Yeah. I think, is but, Mike, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. If you can hear me, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Uh, you, you we broke up. You were telling us. I think you're. First of all, your dogs are on the internet right now, man. They are. They're always on the internet, on camera, checking guns out, inspecting stuff. <laughs> They're running the show. But no. So what I was saying, I was doing is uh, my wife and I, for one of our other businesses, um, have some folks in town who are new shooters. So we're going to be taking them out to the range here 
uh, for the channel. So that should be a fun video. Oh, cool. Just kind of trying to get some new shooter impressions. Uh, particularly, I'm interested anyway with that new M&P 380EZ because uh, people like us who shoot guns all the time have a different uh, reaction to it from what I've seen so far than people who don't. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That sounds cool. I will be looking forward to that. Do we have, is Mac in or is Mac in or out? I'm here, man. Oh, there you go. Uh, I keep okay. my video. I try, yeah. to, try to make my audio better. Yeah. Did you want to get Yay. some final words in here before we end the, uh, before we end the broadcast? Yeah, man. I, uh, Patrick, I've been playing with the FK Bruno for a while. I, I, I'm loving the thing and I actually have it with me and I plan on smoking a javelina with one out in Texas. So I'll be doing the Raven crossbow <laughs> and I'll be doing the seven cot, the seven five FK, uh, oh, nice. pistol. And I'm going to see what, uh, just see how devastating that round is and see how good of a shot I am. <laughs> nice. nice. Well, I, yeah, I, that'll I, be intriguing. It's got a really great set of sights. I didn't think I'd like the butterfly sights as much as I do just playing around with it at the house. And the trigger is amazing. Yeah, it's got great precision sights. And I actually had a custom holster made for it, a Kydex <laughs> holster. So I'm ready to go into the field with it, man. So wish me Please luck. Me. I, hope I, I, I hope I smoke javelina with it. Wow. Oh, that'd be awesome. Definitely yeah. luck on that. But I'm, I'm hoping that that's a, like a Kydex shoulder rig with some sort of like <laughs> awesome 80s like action hero on it oh. why was i was thinking leather is it leather or what what is the rig that you have for it it's, it's kydex it ships with a leather oh. holster but i got a full a full kydex rig that'll protect the entire gun um they are like seven thousand five hundred dollars uh, yeah it's, it's it's not my gun so oh <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I i i don't want to be responsible for scratching it Hey, I've already got scratches on mine, so I'm going to consider myself lucky, yeah. and they're getting it back with scratches. So, well, uh, I'm sure, Patrick. <laughs> people want to know if you're going to do the hammer test on that. No, actually, they don't. But I'm that's I'm making up that question. I probably, I probably will. I probably will. Uh, yes. You know, like I, I mean, why would I not? It's a non-marring hammer, so fuck it. Why not? I should have probably never suggested that. You no, man, like, I, you have to do that now. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to. Uh, no, I did it on the uh, bodyguard, uh, or not the bodyguard, but the new uh, shield easy thing, and that thing is totally drop safe with the safety off and the grip depressed. So, um, like, there's there that. Okay, cool. All right, so you know what? Um, I mean, I know you guys, are, everyone's got things to do and all that. I don't want to stretch it on. I know we're a little bit past nine. I want to thank everyone for coming on. I want to thank Guns and Gear and Patrick from the Firearm Rack and, of course, uh, Military Arms Channel, Mac, for coming on. Happy hunting, Mac. Thanks, man. Uh, I, I look forward to some kind of sausage being made. So, <laughs> are you after yeah. his sausage? No, uh, weird, right? no, no, not his sausage, and uh, and I'm also, I'm not. <laughs> it's like yeah, Friday weird. Yeah, not I'm not, not his sausage. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, oh, okay. I was just a loner, just a loner. Things are devolving quickly. Pictures of my sausage. Okay, yeah. Oh God, no. This is this is this is like devolved into last Friday weird. All right, I think that's where we cut the feed. Yeah. Okay. All well, right. have have fun out there, Mac. Be safe. Um, you know, Patrick, thanks for coming on. Uh, Mike, yep. you know, same thing with you, man. It's good seeing you. Absolutely. You know, good talking right to you. Right. And thanks to everyone for joining us. We're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Lola, what are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow, boobs and... Oh, boobs and booze tomorrow, guys. So we've Excellent. got... We've, we've got... Funny and we like yeah, we've got Ava from Gun Funny and we have Sean from We Like Shooting coming on. So both of them will have boobs and booze. And you'll bring the sausage. 
Yes, and I will have the sausage. <laughs> a, nice, a nice spicy black sausage. <laughs> I hear Sean's got both of those things that you're talking about. Yes. He's got boobs and sausage. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay, guys, yeah. we're going to end the broadcast yeah, we'll here. Talk so, later. Thanks for watching. Peace out, dudes. Yeah.